I feel like we should start this episode with a rap. Yeah, but we're not rappers. No, we are definitely not. That's well, why and we it's... barely really talk about rap on this show. <laughs> I was going to say, it's actually debatable whether this week's subject is as well, oh, well. but <laughs> the guy behind him certainly is. It's, um, yeah. So, hi, welcome to Offbeat Tracks, uh, episode number 127. Yeah. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. Hello. Uh, well, that would have been a rap. I know. That's that what I was trying been to do. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, see, welcome we're not rappers. Welcome here to Offbeat Tracks. My name's Danielle. And, and my name's Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. Okay, we did it. And that is like MC Scat Cat rhythm too yeah it is so go. yeah we're talking about mc scat cat today who <laughs> why um, the fuck not <laughs> yeah exactly because why not you know. <laughs> so yeah you know mc scat cat he's the cat from paula abdul's opposites attract music video who uh-huh. does the rap part of the way through the song um there i had no idea that he released a full album danielle I brought this to either, my attention and uh here we are to talk happened. about it let me tell you how this happened <laughs> i was i went to sleep like a normal adult human being. I uh-huh. woke up at like 2.30 in the morning for no reason. Instead of just going back to sleep, for some reason, the first thing I thought of was MC Scat Cat, because that's the way my brain works. And then I was like, I don't know anything about how MC Scat Cat happened, because right now it seems weird, and I've never thought about it as weird before. So then I Googled him, and oh boy. And he's got an album. There's too much. There is too much. Yeah, and then I was like girl, we need to do this. So <laughs> I'm really glad that we ended up doing this background because there is some interesting know, stuff here, right? I know. So let's talk about MC Scat Cat's creation. He was actually created by director and animator Michael Patterson, mm-hmm. whose work you are undoubtedly familiar yeah, with. Sounds like a boring guy. Nope. Is, no. Not a boring dude at all. He did AHA's Take On Me video. Yeah. That was him. Crazy. Same brain. Uh-huh. Same brain. Uh-huh. That blew my mind. I d- me too. Me um, too. So the voice, though, of MC Scat Cat, this is where I get a little confused. Uh So on Opposites Attract, the rap portion of that on the single version is credited to a duo called The Wild Pair. The Wild Pair was a guy named Bruce and a guy named Marv, who were also in the group Maserati, you know, the the Prince group Maserati. Um, And they also, they were on multiple other songs on the album, also credited to The Wild Pair, I think, or maybe just credited to their names, Bruce and Marv. But they also, you can hear them on like Forever Your Girl and uh, The Way That You Love Me Mm -hmm. um, on on the Forever Your Girl album. Um, They also were on a a Stacey Earle single in 1992. That's their only other credit I could find. um, A song called Romeo and Juliet. Um, So they get the credit for doing MC Scat Cat's voice on Opposites Attract. So on the album, though, that we're going to talk about today, the voice of... MC Scat Cat is a guy named Derek Stevens who called himself Derek Delight, but they sound exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. And it's, so, and it's actually one of those voices that you can tell it's MC Scat Cat. Like it's actually like to me a very distinct voice. Yes, I agree. Like and, and, I forgot I was listening to it for a while and I was like, who is this? Well, I thought maybe I was yeah. like, is there a chance that after this Derek guy took over the MC Scat Cat thing that like on the single version or on like greatest hits album versions or whatever, they went back and dubbed his vocals in place of the wild pair. But I could not find any evidence of that. Yeah. So as far as I know, this is like three different guys who all sound exactly like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it's really amazing how they so managed to do that. I, if you have any insight on that, because uh, <laughs> I, I, my research was, was not helpful on that. So um, that's, that's my confusion on uh, the wild pair versus yeah, Derek um, delight. I'm right with you. But we do know that for MC Scat Cat's album, which came out in 1991, and was called The Adventures of MC Scat Cat and the Stray Mob. Yeah, because which he's got is a band. the most 90s thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek this Delight. This whole thing is so 90s. Derek Stevens, Derek Delight definitely is doing MC Scat Cat's voice yes. on this whole album. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the, the aesthetic of the album as a whole. <laughs> You're using too too floral of language already. 
for something. That's okay. um, it's an MC Scat Cat album. Hello, that is what we do here. That is true. We are going to overthink it. I'm excited. <laughs> um, I mean, it's very early '90s, right? Oh it's my got God. it's got like the whole. Um, as a matter of fact, I want to say it was a little bit early for the whole like graffiti look that would like because I, I feel so like too. I feel like the edgy hip hop thing like with the graffiti spray paint look that didn't come to like the mid to later yeah. '90s. But I think it also reflects. Kind and this of, was what 1991. This is 91, but it also to me reflects kind of the change of like uh, what MC Hammer did to rap. Which, by the way, you may laugh. It changed a lot of the game as far as pop music and uh, rap in pop music. Oh, well, with, yeah, with this rap and pop album, music, for sure. This whole album, to me, screams of the moment when you hear MC Hammer's Pray, and you're like, this is the dumbest song I've ever heard, <laughs> but also I'm kind of into it. But like, this just screams of that moment where people are like, this is cool, but you know it's going to be cool for exactly three more weeks. This was kind of, <laughs> this is, see, it's interesting to you that this represents like the a new thing, because yeah. to me, this represents the end of an era. Because to me, yeah. when you think of like early rap, like for the first, you know, 12 or so years that rap was a thing, mm-hmm. it was very playful. Oh, it, it is. It was very yeah. goofy. And to yeah. find like a serious rap song, you had to go like Grandmaster Flash is the message. You know, it was kind of few and far between. Yeah. And then like late 80s when gangster rap starts coming up, you had people like Willie D and Public Enemy and, you know, those then rap started getting more serious. But mm-hmm. to me, this is sort of like the death knell of uh, or death knell, however you pronounce that word. You know what I mean? MC. Of of rap kind of doing that goofy thing. MC, MC Scat Cat killed goofy rap. Right. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was the death bellows of goofy rap. <laughs> so um, uh, that's, uh, he represents just the end of that whole thing to me. I get that. Yeah, this is uh, maybe that's one reason why it flopped because it was just people were like, yeah, it was kind of it was on its way out. Please, right. Please bring me Nirvana. <laughs> Anything but this. Um I do want to point out the uh, I, I did find before we get into this, which I think is a perfect introduction oh. to what we're about to do. Okay. Did you see anything about that AV Club review from 1999 where no. they talked about this album? No, please fill me I will, in. I will pop you some quotes here. Okay. They called it the least essential album of the 1990s. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> the um, least essential album. Of the- <laughs> Ooh. Which is which is a hefty. That is hefty that is hefty. I, I would have to think long and hard about oh, that, but I, I gotta know. say, MC Scat Cat is a pretty impressive choice. Yes. Um, never has a mass-produced album been demanded by so few. <laughs> <laughs> True. And also, I know that they mean this as an insult, but to me, it's everything I love. It's a product of clueless committee thinking and Milli Vanilli-style studio hack work at its most cynical. Yeah, that's it that's a good way of, to think of it. And you know, I'm thinking and about that area. It is quite tone deaf. To go, that. yeah, it it kind of <laughs> is. But to go back to your second point, it is sort of a little bit like why now? Because opposites attract was 1989, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Slash maybe maybe the beginning of 1990. Yeah. So this is like at least a year and a half later. Yeah. So why? No one is still thinking about MC Scat Cat. Who is like? Yeah, exactly. Who's want, Who's like? We want more of that cat. It's like. It's like maybe it was cool for a second, but it's not like the internet era. Like to me, it's like a meme that like it's like exactly. Antoine Dodson getting a record deal. Exactly. It's CNN. Exactly. It's CNN sitting four analysts down to talk about a meme. It's like yes. at that point you have it's dead. It's, yes. You've drilled it into the ground and it's gone. You're that's a perfect analogy. Yeah, yes. that's how it feels to me. And it's like no, you know, we don't. Okay. Care. So having said that, let's actually talk about the music on this record. Uh, starting with its its uh, first of two singles, which was called Scat Strut. Mm-hmm. 
which for some reason says featuring Paula Abdul, even though Paula Abdul is not no. on this song. She's apparently in the video. She is. She's in the she's music in the video. video. So, um, uh, like, she climbs out of an inkwell, which I thought not, was it was yeah. cute. Like, her entering his animated world. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. But... Yeah, she is not on the song. Like, you can't hear her anywhere, at least not in any version I, I've heard of this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, though, the production on this is actually pretty cool. I really like um, it. It samples Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire, which you know, which you is never, already a great you song. You never think about it. That is that is a groove. It is so good. It is good. such a groove. It is of all songs that I, like, will turn over if I can, if it comes on. But then if it comes on and I don't turn it over, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's how I so feel So it's a about song this. you gleefully deal with. That's yes. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, like I never regret it if it stays on. Okay. But it's such a, it's a good little sample. It's yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, like MC Scat Cat's take on it is fine. And honestly, like, I feel like if they had just done this and it was like a few months after Opposites Attract, they, they, they might have had like a better shot on their hands at, exactly. you know, people like remembering this song and or like remembering MC Scat Cat more fondly Mm -hmm. or at all this if this had just been a goofy like here's one mc scat cat novelty single it would have been fine yes um it did hit 96 on the billboard hot 100 there you go and it was number nine in norway and number 31 in sweden because the scandinavians (sighs) know what the fuck is they love their pop music (laughs) yeah it's um it's a moment with so much charisma Got more moves than a mutant ninja Turtle that is And I'm doing a scastra test For John Travolta and the disco duck They call me Scat Cat For the ass maniac We move on my hip is like an aphrodisiac Swinging and winging I'm just doing my own thing Girls don't jump me Give me room to get funky Step to the dance floor Bust a little spin I thought I thought I put it Shut up kid This is a new dance So shake your butt And get a load of what it's like To be doing a scastra oh, So the second of two singles was this track called Big Time. And uh, this is, <laughs> this I mean, is tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is where this things start to get bizarre. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I said, and I cannot stress this enough, Scat Strut stands on its own as a goofy novelty single, and there is no analysis to be done That's there. It's fine. Done. When we get to Big Time, so now we have a cartoon cat who's demanding to be taken seriously. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, it's 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 wrong. It's no, the whole that is wrong. You're not wrong. It is wrong. Uh, um, it is. I do enjoy the lyric. I wrote this down because I love it so much. Mary had a little lamb. Well, Paula had a cat, and this one knows how to rap. There you go. Yeah, Paula gets called out a couple of times. In yeah, these that's songs. the only thing they have. He also says Paula might be big, but I'm bigger. And I want to go a little presumptuous, a little presumptuous, <laughs> Mister Mister Scat Cat. Yeah, I mean, he needs to like. Uh, know where he I mean, came from, right? Like that. But, <laughs> but you, you respect Paula. I mean, yeah. Even aside from that, why is he like stepping on Paula's face? Like they don't have beef. She was in your last video, dude. Like what? Why? Why are you trying to beef with Paula? Like it doesn't make any sense. I'm really glad that never took off. Could you imagine Paula Abdul versus MC Cat <laughs> Paula, on, like, Paula responding with a diss track? Like, oh my is, god! Is diss dance pop a thing? Paula would have made it work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, uh, I also love the lyric, by the way, eat caviar, I'll pass on the tuna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another thing about this album. They really lean on the cat thing. Everything is so cat related. Yeah, but that's where this... I get it, but it's like... I'm going to well, wait a, till the next song to bring up another point about that, but so hang on to that thought in your yeah. brain, but... Um, also worth noting, there are two different versions of this song. The mix in the music video is different than the one on the album. I don't know why they felt it needed another mix. 
Um, and also, this is kind of interesting. The animating, the animation rather on this video was done by the guy who was the lead animator for the genie in Aladdin. I saw that too. And you can Crazy. totally see it, uh-huh. like in the animations of it. You're like, oh crap, that's which, the genie, um, which was being produced at that moment. Exactly, which is funny. So he's like, here's here's the genie. Uh, freelancing with the MC Exactly. Scat Cat so Big when you look at this video on our website, you will see the Aladdin Genie. Mm. There it is. So we move on to cat stories, and this is where things get even stranger, because now this isn't just a cat demanding to be taken seriously. This is a cat who's like telling you about the hard stuff he's been through in his life, Uh like how hard he is. No. So this is where I'm wondering, do you think that like this committee, like whoever this was actually writing the songs here, because like we agree that the idea for the album was... You know, as the AV clubs, you 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 put it from the AV club quote. It was a committee deciding, yeah, hey, we should do an MC's Cat Kid album. But somebody had to actually write these songs. So do you think that there's like some tongue in cheek? Like, are these people using MC's Cat Cat as a mouthpiece for like to voice their own like societal frustrations and or talk about things they've been through in their life? I, like, is that possible? No, I don't think so at all. I think it is one of those things where it's just they're looking at hip-hop they're looking at rap and they're looking at themes of rap and they're like well mc scat cat's got to prove he's hard i think they're just looking at things and making their version of that's kind of what's interesting about this album because i legitimately can't tell yeah because like obviously i don't think the guy who you know Derek delight i don't think he was like you know digging for fish bones in a dumpster or whatever like stupid cat lyrics are in the but like (laughs) You know, is he taking that for an analogy for something else that he's? You know what I mean? Or whoever I mean, wrote this, be, like, are they are they like talking about their? Own, like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a bizarre. It makes it's a me, bizarre thing to think about. It is, and it makes me roll my eyes. It reminds me of speaking of terrible rap that ruined everyone's lives back mm-hmm. at the same time. Marky Mark's Wild Side, which is by why far, would you even bring that up? And I don't, it just reminds me of that. It just reminds me of that. So much in the same eye-rolling kind of sense of, we get it, white boy, you are so hard in your Calvin Klein's. But the, you are so hard. But it's... Yes, it, I, I get it. It reminds me of that in a way where I'm like, please stop. Yeah, like, I think it's supposed to be cartoon, but then you hear a song like this and it's like, what is the purpose of even doing this if you're... if you're Because, like, it's not lighthearted like the rest of them are. You know? Yeah, it is. I, there's there's a, there's just a bit more serious tone on this one, and I, I I just found it a bit confusing, I guess. Yeah, I think that you believe more that it's somebody really feeling these things and doing right. that stuff, and I don't, because so to me, to me I expected when I googled MC Scat Cat to be some sort of advertising agency's <laughs> creation of, right. like, commercial bullshit, and that's kind of what I see out of this still. And that kind of is going back to what I'm saying. So the fact that it was created by a guy whose background is in animation, right? Like that's mm-hmm. his whole life is art and animation and doing things like that at like the Take On Me video. So, you know, it, this dude isn't just like he's not out drawing corporate mascots. You know, I mean, he's an artist. So but you don't know. Once it gets to this point, I feel like there has to be a bunch of commercial stuff before it. If they're yeah. like, we need this. It is, it's and an, so therefore, I think it's not so much Michael Patterson anymore. It's whoever is trying to make money off of MC Scat Cat. That's what I think. Yeah, 
So you really wanted to talk about this one. This song. So sweet, so young. Can't. Okay, first of all, let's hashtag me too, that title. Yeah. Don't like it. Yep. Don't love it. Uncomfortable, um, yes. Now, uh, that's not the most alarming thing about this song. Um, if this girl says she's from Brooklyn one <laughs> more time, like I can't, I mean, we there, get it, you're from Brooklyn. There are cats from Brooklyn. Also. By the way, did you happen to look at the lyric sheet and see what her name was or in the liner oh, notes? Oh, it's, um, um. Kathleen, yes. which I like. Actually. Kathleen, I like it a lot. Yeah, she's part of the stray mob. <laughs> the stray mob. Um, yeah, but she's. But what I do enjoy about this chick who just keeps mentioning that she's from Brooklyn and likes to spell it in fancy ways. Um, <laughs> at one point, there was one point where MC Scat Cat is like, "I don't know what Brooklyn is. Shut up." <laughs> and I enjoy that a lot because it was at that moment I felt the most seen by MC Scat Cat, who's like. I actually wrote this song, but I hate what I wrote, so I'm going to tell you to shut up. I yeah, kind of love that. Yeah, maybe this was like the last one they did on the album, and he's like, all right, I get it. He's rebelling. I'm, a, he's I'm rebe- over this. He's, he's re- rebelling against himself. Yeah, he's rebelling against himself, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's representative of the inner struggles we all feel in our daily lives of hating ourselves. I spotted you from a distance. That's when I lost my resistance. I had to have your name to find the time to stake this claim. Small talk later. I'm like Jason, female Jason. But I don't have time for your conversation. Well, I'm a Brooklyn girl in South and Do I talk to catch your type? Cause I was never that impressed with the success of Kathleen Hunt. You see the average guy don't even apply to the B-R-O-O-K-L-Y in girls. So I was just looking to see if they had the rest of the stray cat mob name or the stray mob, whatever they're called, their names listed anywhere, but you said you've got them. Um, yes, I wrote them here. Are you ready? Oh, yes. These are very good names. Fats. That's with a Z. Oh, of course. Fats. Taboo. Uh-huh. Uh, Maestro. Now, Mice is oh, M-I-C-E. Oh, Oh, I love it. T-R-L. Like, God, I love it. Uh, Leo. Uh-huh. Uh, Kathleen. And Silk. Silk. So, a few of these guys had to be the ones that pop up, like, during the na-na-na in... Opposites attract, remember? And then he kicks yeah. them in the face for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that seems very MC Scat Cat. I wonder which two or three of them that was. Oh, God. Uh, so, I go crazy. Um, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Do you, do you know why I wanted to talk about this one? Did you see who, who wrote this song? No. This was, this was written by Wendy and Lisa. Girl. Right? Girl. <laughs> yes, like the Wendy and Lisa from the revolution. Like, specifically for MC Scat Cat? Or <laughs> I was guess it just so. like... I guess so. Huh. So they are responsible for MC Scat Cat, a not real person, getting upset about the tabloids making lies about it. That's him right. Because it's so hard to be famous when you're an animated cat. That's right. I can't. I'm mad at Wendy and Lisa. Again, I feel like maybe Wendy you. and Lisa got to voice some of their frustrations and use MC Scat Cat as a mouthpiece. Yes. And for that, so... I am thankful. Okay, I'll give it, I will look at it in that silver lining esque way. Another day in the 
the new cat swing. Like, why don't they just like be the stray cats? Because I feel like they don't actually <laughs> because do anything. Because they already were a stray cat. They don't like do anything Brian Setzer-y, but I feel like they keep referencing <laughs> Brian it. Like, Setzer they should would have just, just say it. They should just, <laughs> Brian Setzer would have just welcomed another group called like, the stray cats for, for somebody some reason. not really like, you know. Uh, sampling them or doing you know, like I feel like he deserves a credit on this album just because I feel like they're like stray cats cat scat you know it's like <laughs> give him a credit this man deserves uh, the royalties of this which I think would be uh, he owes people ten dollars for being on this album lost that much money So it's funny that you bring up royalties because this, to me, this last one, this one is the most blatant uh, ripoff, I think. Yes. And you know exactly who I'm going to say would have totally had a lawsuit on his hands over this song. Are we thinking of the same person? Who would have had a lawsuit on yes, his hands? Yes, because it's such a total blatant ripoff of or one of Pink his songs. Floyd. No. What? Tone Loke. This is 100% Tone Loke's wild thing. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. I was just distracted by when they used the leave us cats alone as leave those kids alone. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's just, I yeah, think that, but that but, is, I mean, it like, is very this whole, Loke. the whole idea of it, everything, like, everything is a story, like, I walked up to this girl, and then she said my name, and then she was ugly, and I told her to go away, goodbye. <laughs> like, the whole, like, it's, <laughs> it's you all, it's, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I told that, her she was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole whole thing is Tone Loke's Wild Thing. That's literally the entire song. It really is. I'm, I'm surprised well. It's... Just slightly cleaned up about a cat, you know, knocking other girl cats for being ugly and it's... calling them dogs because that's hilarious. I the, the, the production of it, though, is not so much Tone Loke. I actually thought the production kind of recalled Salt and Peppa a little bit. And the there's like a vocal thing that keeps happening in the backing vocals of this song that is very Prince-esque to me. So if you kind of like take this Prince and salt and Peppa production and then put it with this whole like tone loke sheen, the result is this song. I like it. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. It wasn't too long before the girls got on, the scat cat was back in town. First my telephone rang, then a knock knock on my door. And to my surprise, a humongous size was a girl I'd never seen before. She grabbed me, squeezed me, hugged me, kissed me, definitely on the prowl. But one look at her face was enough to make scats say no dogs allowed. And sort of thus ends the tale of MC Scat Cat. Um, he did pop up once more uh, in a PSA in 1991 for recycling. I actually remember. I remember. This. I did not remember this. Yeah. Um, but he's alongside. This is this is just a list. So I, I look up this video. 
This is just, I just started writing down names of people that I recognized, and I'm going, geez, by the end of this list. So this is everybody that I saw just in the first minute of this video. B.B. King, Tone Loke, there he was, by the way, mm-hmm. didn't even think about that. Tone Loke, there's his buddy right <laughs> alongside. So B.B. King, Tone Loke, Stevie Wonder, Bugs Bunny, Ozzy Osbourne, Lita Ford, Natalie Cole, Pat Benatar, Kenny Loggins, Queen Latifah, Bette Midler, Randy Newman, Charlie Daniels, and Al B. Shure. Charlie yes, Daniels. I, I did have to look up to make sure that was Albie Shore. Because mm-hmm. he just, I don't know, he has one of those faces. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Albie Shore. Yeah. And sure enough, it was. Uh, yeah. It's um, it's a very strange thing that actually happened. It is a very, very strange weird thing. Group and of also, people. I don't, I think I will be having nightmares of close ups of Charlie Daniels saying, take it, take it for the rest yes. of my life. Yes. And I actually, when I was watching this, I couldn't, I didn't recognize it was Charlie Daniels at first. And I was like, is that Charlie? Da- that cannot be Charlie Daniels. Who's cosplaying like in this weird thing? And then I looked, I'm like, that is no, Charlie. How I, did he get there? Was he lost? And he just ran into the studio and they were like, Charlie. Charlie, come, come say something really creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. MC Scat Cat's only other real claim to modern pop culture fame is that he has appeared on two Seth MacFarlane shows for two different reasons. Um, he sort of appeared on Family Guy. Uh, it was basically Peter Griffin cosplaying as him. But I actually think that some of the rest of the stray mob may have appeared in that little clip they did. I do remember that. I didn't yes, even remember think about the it. the I'm dressed like a cat mm-hmm. joke. Uh, but then he also appeared on American Dad. But it was just him. It was like himself. No idea who was voicing him. I don't think, I think it, was, it Derek- was. I think it was Derek Stevens. Really? I read that it was. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it's like he, he's apparently like yeah, some they, radio they- producer guy in Minnesota. But like that's the only thing he's done. Oh, see, there other you go. Yeah, because they make time. a joke about MC Scat Cat being out of work and how he's a janitor now or something. <laughs> yeah, I watched the clip. I was like, okay, Seth MacFarlane, oh, whatever. Also, another thing I forgot to mention earlier that is very bizarre um, about Michael Patterson. Like, and I don't know. I just read this thing and I couldn't find anything to verify it. And I really wish that there were videos somewhere. Apparently, when Michael Patterson conceived of this it was like something that was apart from paula abdul and i think maybe was just picked up when they were making all of that okay um but apparently he would do like gigs dressed up in a cat suit oh my gosh as mc scat cat and i don't understand how or why but i read that and i was trying to find out more so if you know anything about the possible michael patterson walking around performing in a cat suit while he's an animator actually i don't know i just read that and i'm like what (laughs) You know what? Thank you for reminding me, by the way, uh, that I have actually seen MC Scat Cat live. So I almost forgot to bring that up. But thank you. Yes. When I saw Paula Abdul live in concert a few years ago, Mr. Scat Cat was there and he did opposites attract with her cat suit. It was beautiful. No, this was like animated. Oh, okay. MC it was it was the quote unquote real MC Scat Cat animated and dancing with Paula, and it was, was very it very like cute. A, um, you know how they do with the dead people when they've got the what is the word on the Grammys when they're they're like, oh, this person's dead. I want them to do a duet with this person, <laughs> and then they do the what is the the hologram. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like do the MC Scat Cat hologram. MC Scat Cat hologram. Very expensive thing that no know. one can, needs. But can animations ever die? 
Oh, that is the deepest question we've ever asked. Yeah. Let's think show. about that for next week. If you have an answer to that, feel free to tweet us on the Twitters, yes. uh, which is uh, at Offbeat Tracks. Yes. And we are also on the internet with a website. It is OffbeatTracksCast.com. Yes. Which Danielle Wait. is absolutely going to have completely updated <laughs> by the time this <laughs> episode is posted. Well, I don't know about that, but yes. it will be close. <laughs> she will or she's fired. Oh, boy. That's right. <laughs> uh, until then, though, uh, we'll we'll see you back for the next time. Yeah. My name's Max. I'm Danielle. See ya.